Hi guys, welcome to episode 29 of Hard Fat Fitness. Uh, during this episode, we are we are actually basically having our entire team, uh, actually not entire team was present, but uh, seven or eight of our team members were present, coaches, athletes, uh, in order to really uh, hone in and educate uh, not only the coaches, athletes, but also the people that are utilizing our product lines uh, at Team Aminopure and Aminopure. Uh, we dove into uh, the pharmacology of some of the supplements that Aminopure is coming out with, such as GDA, uh, glucose disposal agent, uh, liposomal carnitine, epicatechin, uh, I think uh, the, the pre-workout itself, uh, amino pump L-carnitine, how to inject it, uh, what uh, gauge of needles to use. I mean, we dove into a lot of different things, uh, how to assess uh, a newbie versus somebody that's a little bit more experienced. Uh, we talked a little bit about fat burners, I mean, the lipo, thermal burn HD. We talked about um, a lot of different things, a lot of different topics from HRT to, to different things that uh, uh, may be uh, of interest to a lot of you guys that are starting in the world of supplementation. And our goal as always is to bridge the gap between health and fitness and how to give the, uh, the, the, the enthusiast the experience that a lot of the pros use in efforts of getting lean or in efforts of adding some size or muscle uh, by educating them on peptides, healing peptides, gut digestion, um, protocols, EGH frag, things like that, things of that nature, why we utilize certain compounds versus uh, others, the reasoning behind why we uh, decided to go with certain uh, compounds being phar pharmaceutical versus nutraceutical, the difference between a pharmaceutical and nutraceutical su supplement, uh, other than being 10 times the cost, uh, the reasoning behind that. And we dove into that as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we had a, a really good time talking to uh, a lot of our, our coaches and athletes and friends at uh, Hardfast Fitness. And I hope that um, you're able to take this information and put forth a, a good plan of execution and whatever you guys need. Please feel free to reach out to us, DM us. Uh, we will be coming out with more informational stuff and also some uh, educational stuff in terms of uh, digestion, uh, in terms of uh, hormone man manipulation, uh, birth control, et cetera, et cetera, for a lot of the ladies. So uh, with that being said, thank you again for your patronage as always. Thank you for believing in us. Thank you for continuing to support our team Amino, Amino Pure and Amino Pure movement, uh, our efforts next year. We're working extremely hard. Uh, I'm working extremely hard during the holidays here to, to pave the road for a very, very fruitful 2022. Uh, we're doing some amazing things right now, working a tremendous amount of hours to really put forth the best, the best in terms of supplementation in order for you guys to read the benefits of some really good stuff that we're putting out there. With that being said, welcome to episode 29, uh, the Team Amino Pure Education Collective. I hope that you guys have a great time as always. God first, family second. Believe in yourselves, believe in everything you're trying to accomplish. And uh, I think that the, the sky's the limit when you, you have a fresh mind and you try to really educate yourself in putting forth a good plan of execution. Hope you enjoyed that episode and we are Hi guys, welcome to episode 29, Hard Fast Fitness brought to you by Team Amino Pure, Amino Pure, Rejuvenate Labs and Rejuvenate HRT. 
Um, this is a great episode we're going to have today. We have a lot of our team Amino Pure coaches, athletes, members, enthusiasts on here today to discuss all things product, product education. Uh, a lot of the things that we do get um, often on our um, on Instagram is basically how do we do this and how do we do that? And, and I'm not quite familiar on what, how to use HGH frag or how to, uh, how to link up uh, growth with insulin or how to do this and how to do that. And a lot of these questions are very, very uh, subjective and they're very... Uh, we got to be very careful the way we answer them. We're not doctors. We're not medical practitioners. I know a lot of you guys are coaches and have a lot of knowledge with regards to uh, functional medicine, nutrition, supplementation, PEDs. So let me start by saying everything here in this podcast, episode 29, uh, is for entertainment purposes only. It is not to be held as medical advice. It is not, we're not telling you to do this. We're not teaching you how to do this. We're just a group of people that are really into fitness and have a wealth of knowledge in terms of how to go from point A to point Z, if you want to call it. Uh, and we just want to share our own experiences and things that we're coming out with. Um, so everything in here is for entertainment purposes only. Please con uh, consult with your doctor uh, if you're in interested in any of these uh compounds that may be legal in your state. We're not advising you to purchase anything that's illegal in your state. 99.9% uh, .9 of the products that Aminopure does sell is for research chemical only. Uh, it's your criteria whether you want to buy them for research and, and do whatever you want to do with those things. So, so anyway, uh, so here we have about, so we have seven people on right now. We're going to have a little bit more coming in. So I want to give my, our team, Team Aminopure, the opportunity to introduce yourselves Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to dive right into questions right off the bat. So, Misha, why don't you start with you? Tell us a little bit. Give us your name. Give us a little bit of, of your background, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on, Ron. So, I my name is Misha Enneking. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. I've owned my own training and nutrition business since 2017 and it's called No Lateral Movements. I currently work out of World Gym Cincinnati and I've worked there prior to owning my business. So I've been there about seven years total. My average clientele that I typically deal with and have dealt with over the past almost five years of my business is the, the people who have maybe had a lot of gym experience. They've been in the gym just doing stuff themselves and maybe they've hit a plateau or they want to dig a little deeper and learn more about nutrition and how to structure their training and nutrition to get the most out of it possible. And then I just meet them where they are and we move up together. So that that's how I would kind of classify the average client that I work with um, over the past two years. I've really been digging into women's hormonal health. I've had some challenges myself. So it's given me an opportunity to learn through my own experiences and then help women that I see coming into the gym and that maybe just have sought me out because they know a little bit about my past. And again, it's, it's new to me, the whole hormonal um, aspect, the peptides and the supplementation for everything, but I'm just really digging in. I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Um, podcasts, people like Jason Theobald. Um, I learn a lot from him. I respect him a lot. People like you guys um, who just have a lot to offer and teach me and us. I'm really excited to be here today. So Very I'm looking cool. forward to it. And thank you for having me. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Christy, how about you? Hi. Um, so thank you for having me. My name is Christy Pappas. I'm actually very new to the group. 
I'm an IFBB figure pro. Um, I actually am, my base of clients um, are pretty much general population. I tend to stay away from competitors because I know how insane I am and to coach. Because <laughs> you're smart. Coach an, actual, <laughs> coach an actual competitor. I really, I just don't have that much time left in my life to deal with that. Um, so my clients are very much general population. Now, um, to Misha's point, again, I've, I'm an IFBB figure pro. Um, I do a lot of things with research chemicals and PEDs. Um, and I have had some hormone issues and things like that. And what I'm so attracted to here is the amount of knowledge that I can learn, not only for myself, but pass that on to clientele. And I think that there's a real market for the things and the research that this team does for general population. Absolutely. But I think if it's positioned properly, it's not scary to them. And it's not, oh, you know, that I always get, what you mean you're going to put me on, you know, steroid? No, that's not what I'm talking about. So again, I'm, I'm very interested to learn from here and how, how I could position this, you know, fat burners, things like, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about putting someone on a cycle. I don't have that clientele. Right. But I think that there's a huge market in the general population, especially in females. I'm, I'm a master's pro, I'm 52 years old. So my clientele are in their mid to late 30s into their 50s. And wow, this is a great time to get us. And there's a lot that we can do for them. So for me, this is going to be a great learning experience on one, how to position it properly. Yes, this is all research. They should always consult a doctor, everything that Ron had said, but I'd like to learn how I can position this and set this up for them as something that's a positive to help them through their journey because so many people getting into this now, oh, it's too late. You know, I'm too old. I can't do it. That's not true. It's not true. So if we can do it properly and present it properly, I think that there's a huge market there. And also learning for myself down the road. I've used Amino's products for a long time, never really being involved to this capacity. So I'm excited and very amped to be here. It's, it's awesome what you just said right now, because our, our motto has always been how to bridge the gap between health and fitness. Uh, right. We understand that there's a lot of competitors, the competitors are, have a wealth of knowledge from coaches on how to run PEDs. And we've had plenty of podcasts on, on PEDs and, and exactly. anabolics and growth and all the insulin and all these things. And our, our goal is to educate people so that because we know that people are going to go out there and do it. We want to make yeah. sure that, hey, if you're going to do this, make sure you're responsible and do it wisely. Because a lot of times, and you die, you both you and Misha dived into a hormone imbalance in females. 60% of what we do has to do with that, how to get women back to homeostasis. And, and men is much easier because women are just so special. Their bodies is just so special, right? It's not like men. It's easier to, you know, ACG, Clomid, Novadex, boom, you're ready to go. Women is an art form. And that's one of the reasons why we're linked up with Juvenile HRT. And, and we can dive a little bit into, into hormonal balance as well, uh, functional medicine, et cetera, et cetera. So great to have you on. Thank you. Go ahead, Mr. Perry. Hey, uh, good, good, good. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Perry from Jacksonville, North Carolina. Um, right down the street from Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, uh, Camp Lejeune Marine Base. I um, I served in the Marine Corps for 28 years. I competed while I was in the Marine Corps. Um, so I decided to make Jacksonville my home. Um, most of my clientele is, is either former military or currently military, uh, spouses, um, relatives. And um, some of my clients are, are pros and some of them are amateurs. Uh, so quite a few is on a national level at this point. Uh, we are 
we've had a really good year for us competing. I'm a big fan of the uh, of all the products. I've used quite a few of them so far. I'm still learning about them too. So that's another reason I'm on this podcast to learn more, <clears throat> and so I can be a better coach to my to my clients. Awesome, awesome, great to hear. Uh, welcome on board. I'm trying to get Monty here on board here as well. He's having some issues signing in as well. So bear with me here, guys. Mr. Joey, talk What's going to me. on? Thanks for having me again. Um, so 28 years old, I'm up in uh, like Metro Detroit, Michigan. So probably the youngest person on the team, I think. I don't know how uh, young Mitch is, but. Uh, Alex is actually a little older than you. Al- like, yeah. yeah, Alex is, is 32. Yeah. Yeah. I bet yeah. you I'm the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You and Perry might be tied. I think I got her. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I liked a couple Perry years. the minute your head came on. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah. So um, I train out of a private gym called Legacy Edge 360 up here. And uh, a lot of my clientele is general population. Some want to compete in powerlifting or some want to compete in bodybuilding. So I do that as well. It just all depends. But uh, I try and stray away from the competitors as much as I can. Like some, like I help people. I love helping people do their first show. So if they come to me like, Hey, I'm, I'm in the running. I want to do my first show. It's like a year out, like, perfect. Let's get it super excited. But then like, kind of after that, I'm like, cause I know how I get like, same thing. Like I get during prep and I'm just fucking not a great person. So I, I hate dealing with like the sassiness and the sensitiveness and everything like that. Perry knows he's actually that's blocked. My, he was, Perry was my first coach and he's actually blocked my number one prep. So that's how anal I get about everything, but yeah. So I do a lot online too. So right now I'm kind of splitting my time half and half between in person and my online's picking up. Actually, a lot of my guys are down in North Carolina, um, near Camp Lejeune mm-hmm. and yep. And a couple in Hawaii and then a couple in Japan. So kind of all over at this point, but love the amino pure products. I'm actually been, uh, using quite a bit of them and been seeing fantastic results during this bulking season and during my cut actually. So I've been not pushing them, but like advertising my clients, especially like I have a client who's 68 years old, Jojo, and she loves the Alcarn B12 for her energy. Like she was, yep. She was loving it super low on B12 and now she's all good, has energy through the roof. And a lot of my competitors are on the L-carnitine 700 or the amino pump and you know, just here to learn as much as I can. Cause I was already telling the Ron that like, I never really dwelled too much into peptides before. Like I never put too much stock into them just because like there was other stuff on the market. And, like every other week there was another peptide coming out. So like how reliable can this stuff be? You know, like, it's, like every time, yeah. Every time you turn around, there's another, there's another game changer. Like, so, but I've actually started using a couple of them and I've been seeing phenomenal results. So awesome, sky's man. the limit. It seems to be. I, I think the biggest, um, the biggest thing with us, is that we're trying to help people understand that there's 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 a yes a lot of them are competitive bodybuilders yes ooh that bunch of people coming in um, and and there's a way to to wing off of pets you can't run pets a hundred a hundred percent of the time so that's where we actually had a podcast with Jamie Jamie Pinder's on right now we're gonna have an introduction with her as well where we actually try to get them off from running high dosages of pets, getting into, <clears throat> into insulin, getting into uh, HEH, getting into the peptides, which will clear, allow your, 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 the time to clear your organs out while you're still, you're still basically growing. Um, I, I have had, I don't think I've had one person that we've, that I've, that I've actually had this discussion with gone, gone on HEH, IGF, LR3, IGF1, IGF-DES, and you combine a couple of other peptides and 
they're just blowing up. And the, the, the thing is not just blowing up. I had a couple of people tell me like, man, I added 20 pounds in a month and a half. Um, you know, 30 pounds. How many, how much, how many pounds have you gained, Joey? 40? Since nationals? Yeah. I weighed in at nationals at 218. I'm currently 267. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And you still have shredded glutes, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I could put a picture in the group chat that you guys are, it's retarded. How it's much retarded. Lean mass again. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question. And I want to start with Misha with questions real quick. Actually, I want Jamie to do, do a quick introduction of, and then Monty. Uh, but uh, Joey, what when you started IGFLR3, IGF Desk, I know we, you and I yep. went back and forth. You were a little hesitant. What was yeah. the biggest thing that you noticed? What was the biggest? I know you would send me a message real quick. You're like, holy shit, <laughs> right? Like my, my pumps, like my pumps were insane, but it was like I could never get full. Like my, I was always hungry. Like that was the one thing I noticed. Like, and I would carry my pump, like post workout, I would carry my pump until after dinner, <laughs> which was like insane. I never felt anything like that before. Awesome. Okay, let me introduce Ms. Jamie Pinder. Jamie, how are you? I am doing awesome. How are you guys? We're doing well. Give us an intro right now. You've been on, you've been on, uh, on our podcast before, but never with the rest of the team. So I'm excited to have all you guys on and, and give us an intro in terms of your expertise. I you know you're the, you're, the, you're the only Olympia athlete here. Or am I correct? <laughs> yeah, so I am uh, IFBB pro Jamie Pinder. I'm a three-time Olympian and... I really like my platform is really like women in PEDS. So I really try to educate women on how to use PEDS responsibly. And uh, so that's kind of, you know, my thing and what I focus on is really like the women and how we can get them the muscle that they want without, uh, you know, virilization or with minimal virilization or, you know, just keeping them healthy for a long time so they can keep on competing and doing what they love for, uh, you know, for a long time. So what I see a lot is, you know, women who, you know, they end up doing a little bit too much in terms of the drugs. And then, you know, you see them compete for three, four five years and all of a sudden they disappear. And that's because they fuck themselves up with the drugs. They fuck up their hormones, um, their insulin sensitivity, and they get to a point where they can't even lose enough weight to look in the bikini. Um, so, you know, my thing is really like, let's avoid that completely. Let me educate women on the realities of like using anabolics and different PEDs and um, partnering with Amino Pure to really help, you know, educate women on the realities of it, but also like different things that they can use outside of anabolics in order to reach their goals. Badass. You have a great tan, Jamie. You, just, you, were, <laughs> you, you were in Florida, weren't you? Were you in Florida? I actually, I went on vacation with my mom. We went to the Dominican. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. The Dominican Republic so underrated, right? Oh, well, you know what? I don't think I would go back. Really? Why is that? I've heard of, I've it- never been. I've been to a bunch of like tropical islands before and I actually lived in St. Thomas for a while and usually people are really fucking nice there. The people in the Dominican were very rude. They weren't very nice. I didn't. I, I, I don't care really, for their, they had no hospitality at all. Okay. We don't want them. We don't like them there. No, <laughs> they don't, they don't follow. Beautiful though. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. Island. You been to Costa Rica? I have not. That's that's definitely on my bucket list, though. You gotta try it. I've been to Costa oh, Rica. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, it has nothing to envy Hawaii. I may get hung by that, but yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you go, you tell me, and then we'll, we'll have discussions. It's fantastic. Monty, talk to me, buddy. How are you, bud? 
I'm doing good, man. I'm glad I've finally been able to get on. So I'm really happy and excited to be on this uh, chat with everyone. I am so happy to have all of you guys on today. Um, I want to just jump right into questions, man, because this is what we're here for. And I, and if there's something I don't know, I'm going to count on Jamie and Joey and every single, I want this to be a collective uniform podcast so that, that people can get the most out of it. So start with Misha. Misha, what, what, what is the number one question that you have in terms of our product or, or maybe you have in terms of our product? Maybe, maybe I can answer. Yeah, actually, this is it's kind of off the wall, but I figure this would be a perfect opportunity to ask a group of people that know more than I do. Um, about this specific thing. So a lot of women, women, excuse me, that I work with are really estrogen dominant, or they'll initially come to me as being an estrogen dominant. And then myself included, um, I just am naturally and I've worked a long time to try to get my hormones stable and everything under control. And it's just a constant work in progress. But um, one of the, the biggest questions is, and it tends to be around like the IGF, series of things with women who want to add on that lean mass and again myself included would that be something that would be suggested to be used in women who have the the tendency to grow things like the fibrous cysts um like a lot of the women that i work with are that are estrogen dominant yeah they'll get like fibrous cysts in their in their chest or um around their ovaries and places like that so just wondering what your guys' thoughts are on that, that I'm gonna topic. I'm gonna start with that and then maybe Jim Jamie you have a little bit of input on that um what I can tell you is this the correlation between growth hormone and IGF-1 and IGF-1 is actually we all have IGF-1 right it's right. it's made in the liver and it's very different than IGF-1 LR3 and IGF-DES IGF-LR3 and IGF-DES or DES are peptides. IGF one is an it's an it's a bioidentical mimic of your le- your IGF levels in your body. Okay, so why do we take IGF one as bodybuilders? We, we always know that we like to push the limits of everything, right? It, it's interesting. You tell a bodybuilder the recommended dose is fifty milligrams. They're putting one mil. And that's just that's just the bodybuilder mentality. Yeah, more is more is better, right? Five hundred milligram test. No, I'll put it. I'll put a gram because that's just what they do. Uh, <laughs> And, and that's the, the education part that we really trying to make, make sense of Like More is not always better. Like uh, IGF is like insulin mimicking a growth factor. We have it. So if you, if you were to have women that have issues with uh, PCOS or, or um, cystic fibrosis or anything kind of, kind of history of, of cancer and growth in, in, in some cancerous cells, I would first keep them off of, of a uh, growth hormone as a whole. HEH would not be something I would put them on. Uh, right. One of the biggest things that I actually is the biggest misconception with regards to insulin and even IGF one is that, Oh my God, I'm, I'm not going to run insulin. You know what? But yet women are running Anivar, Winstraw, even D ball. I've heard women do run D ball and all these things. Insulin. If you run it responsibly, it's probably a better way of bulking up for women than running pets because obviously you need to know what you're doing, right? I had a guy once tell me, he's like, hey, do I put the whole meal of insulin? I said, put the needle down, grab, grab, that, grab that insulin, throw it in the <laughs> trash, okay? You want to see Jesus ahead of time? 
you, obviously you don't know what you're doing. Get a coach that knows what they're doing because you're going to kill yourself. So we don't condone the use of insulin, but if you're running a pre-workout as a female and you're winging off of pads in order to hold your gains, you can run three, four IUs pre-workout. Uh, even, even what I was doing when I was doing a cut, I was running one or two IUs of, of, of human, uh, Humalog with L-carnitine. Humalog with L-carnitine, fasted cardio, you will get shredded as fuck. I told you, Joey. Okay. Yeah. You will get shredded. You run those two, you will get shredded as fuck. Let me tell you, it just comes off. Now, you want to add a couple of the compounds, and I know I'm deviating a little bit from your question. You can add an HGH frag, which is a mm. 176 to 191 amino acid uh, in growth for added fat loss. You can do a little bit of clan. You can do a little bit. But IGF-1, I wouldn't be too concerned with IGF-1. I would not pair IGF-1 or IGF uh, DES or LR3 with a growth hormone. I would completely get them off HGH. Uh, I would not do that. Um, I'm going to wait for Jamie to come back. Maybe she has some additional input on that. But that's 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 that would be my approach. Um, if you want to even be more careful, I would just wing them off of IGF one as well. Jamie, you have anything to add on to that? Um, I mean, you you covered most of it. I would say, you know, just to re reiterate, you know, if you have someone like a woman who, you know, she's got like, you know, either precancerous like growths or fibroid growths, like any of those growth factors are going like, is there any science behind it saying that it's going to make these things grow more and grow faster? No. But if you look at the like, you know, how these things work, it is possible that it can make those things worse. So I always really err on the side of caution with my women who have any kind of like precancerous growth or any growth like that. Um, you know, even like if they have family history of breast cancer or family history of of any cancer, I'm telling them like no growth factors, no GH, um, nothing that's going to make any cell grow more and grow faster. Um, and that's kind of just like my rule of thumb as a coach, because that's what makes like, that's what I'm comfortable with. Um, but of course, like, you know, you've got to, you know, talk to your client and what they're comfortable with. And, you know, but I would say like for women like that, I would avoid like the DES, I'd avoid the LR3 and any of those like growth hormones. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that you wear on the side of caution, just be taking care of you. You can run an insulin. You can run them on insulin. If you're comfortable enough under understanding how to dose insulin in women, obviously you're not going to dose it the same way as you would do, do it for men. And again, we're not saying to do this ladies. If you're going to do this, make sure you get a coach because it, you, you can die by running insulin at high levels. Um, it usually is about one IU for every 10 grams of carbs that you consume pre-workout. You are going to see significant growth in there. And it's going to prevent all that organ damage that you have from running Anavar or Winstrol or some of the oral pet, uh, pet, uh, pets. Uh, I'm a big fan. And I think that there's a huge misconception with running insulin because people don't know how to do that. Now, just to piggyback on what, what Jamie was talking about, <clears throat> just to give you this idea. And I did research this actually with a pharmacy, uh, with a pharmacist uh, uh, from one of the compounding pharmacies that we work, that I work with. Um, the IGF, one is really a mimic of your own body's, uh, is a bioidentical hormone uh, of your own body's IGFs, basically, right? It's producing your liver. Now, the, the reason why IGF LR3 is considered a peptide is because it, it doesn't, it lasts way longer. It can last 20 to 30 hours. So you're going to have 20 to 30 hours of elevated IGF levels, which means that everything you eat, like you can eat 
you, you, you should be eating more carbs anyway, because you can go hypo. All the carbs that you eat are going directly into your muscle tissue and being stored into your, into your, your glycogen left for glycogen levels. So you can use it. Uh, and it also prevents and actually exacerbates the, the amount of body fat you're, you're actually burning because it doesn't tap into the carbs. It taps into the fat storages. What I noticed the first time I ran RGFLR3, which, which is half-life is 20 hours, 20, in some cases, 30 hours, which is insurmountable. IGF-1 is 20 minutes. Growth hormone, I did, I did a lot of research and I asked a lot of pharma, pharmacists, it's 30 minutes to an hour on growth, on HGH alone. People think it's longer, but it really isn't. It's 20 minutes to an hour. Uh, igf Des is a spot. We've had a great podcast with Jamie on igf Des. It's, it's primarily a spot um, IGF, that you actually inject in your bicep. If you're having a lagging muscle, you can inject it on that muscle. You get 30 minutes to really go into the gym and pound the shit out of that muscle because after <laughs> 30 minutes, it's gone. And the reason why these peptides work is because they have a, a, uh, a protein called, it's, it's a stem protein. And the stem protein is actually what causes that muscle to actually grow. So the IGF-LR3, IGF-1, IGF-DES, primarily DES, has that stem protein, which actually causes your muscle fibers to duplicate. Think about that. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. I didn't even know about the stem yeah. cell. I always wonder, well, why is it that you can grow so much with, with growth in IGF? The reason why is because you have a stem, that stem protein that actually causes your, your muscle fiber to duplicate. Imagine now having that for 20 hours a day, right? And you're or assuming you're eating like, like Joe eats, right. And it's amount of amount of food. Uh, <laughs> your, your, your muscle, your muscle fibers are just Boom, boom. And you're seeing massive amount of growth on top of that, because of the fact that you're not using those carbs for fuel, you're using the carbs for fuel when you're lifting, you're using the carbs by apparently for, for your, for your, for your, for glycogen levels, you're using fat to burn, be burned. So as you're getting bigger, you're getting leaner. Talk to, talk, talk to, let's talk to Joey about that, man. He, this guy, 265 pounds of striated glutes. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Insanity, what we've seen with, with I, I had a guy who's never run uh, pet test before. He actually put on 22 pounds in a month and a half. And he's like, I still have abs, right? So a lot of it is because you have to know what you're doing. A lot of times people combine, well, they'll do the combined growth hormone with it, which I think is fantastic mm -hmm. if you can actually do it and afford it. Uh, and you have a synergistic effect of growth hormone with IGF-1 or IGF-LR3, you're going to see massive amount of gains. I mean, you really are. And what happens is with growth hormone, uh, growth hormone will desensitize your, um, well, your, it, it's actually insulin, it, it can cause insulin resistance, okay? So you got to be careful with the amount of growth you run, okay? To combat that, you're running IGF-1, which makes you insulin sensitive, so basically one is pushing you one way, the other one's pushing you the other way. And what do you get? You're trying to get homeostasis, right? Because the last thing you want to do is get off of your, your four to six weeks of IGF-1 cycle, if you want to call it, right? And all of a sudden you're insulin resistant. Guess what's going to happen when you're still eating all those carbs? Boof. <laughs> right? That is what happens when you see a lot, of, a lot of athletes that are getting off their stuff. They don't know how to wing off a T3. They don't know how to wing off a T4. And all of a sudden they just get fat. I mean, you're talking about 30 pounds. I've seen 20 pounds in a week, in a week. And you're like, what happened to you? <laughs> right? So that, I hope that answers a little bit of your question. I know we dived a little bit more into the, the LR3s, which is man-made, it's a peptide. 
and IGF desk, but I wanted to make, make sure that we tackle a little bit of those. Let's go with, before we go to Perry, let's go to Christy. Christy, what question do you have for us? And then we'll circle around. Um, well, I, I have two questions. One is more of a personal question. The other would be for professional. And I also just want to say the reason I found myself on here is because of Jamie. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, you know, I was watching some, again, being an IFBB figure pro, I have done things right with performance enhancing drugs and I have done things wrong, just to Jamie's point where I was, I was told, we all have, I was told to do this and I did it. And as a result, I have some <laughs> issues. So I was actually watching a podcast because I've never, and I've had good coaching. I'm not bashing any coaching. I've had great coaching, but again, I, the athlete is responsible. Nobody's holding a gun to my head to do anything. So I'm very, very, very upfront with that. Um, I don't believe that I have ever had the education or have been interested enough to be educated on how to wean off properly, keeping myself healthy. Like I said, I compete now in masters. I'm 52 years old. I want to keep doing this for a long time. I want to do it. Help. I love it. So I want to do it as healthfully as possible, but I also want to grow. And I don't want to use my age as an excuse as, oh, I'm too old. I'm not going to put on any more muscle. I don't believe that that's true. I believe that there's a way to do it responsibly and educate myself. So there's a personal question on how I do that properly. Now the profession, we can get to that at another time or whatever, but professionally for my clients, like I said, I don't touch competitors for obvious reasons. I have general population clientele. Um, most come to me with, you know, in the same age range, you know, I want to lean out. And most of them say, I don't want to look like you. And I said, okay, good. You can't. So don't worry about it. You know, like, <laughs> I don't like the muscle. You know, fine. That's, you're not insulting me. You get okay. Yeah. Um, so again, for them, it's, it sounds like it would be more of the, you know, L-carnitine and the fat burning stacks and the things like that. Now, these are women that know nothing about injectables or taking any sort of supplementation. So I want to educate myself on how to position that to them to do their own research and ask their doctors, but some recommendations that I can make that these are things that can help <clears throat> you in your journey. I, I'll start and then I'm going to piggyback on Jamie. Um, I'm so glad she's here because she's a wealth of knowledge and all of you guys can actually chime in by all means, please do. I think that the approach and, and I've actually been, I was coached by Jason as well. Uh, I work closely with Jason and, and a lot of other people that are very familiar with functional medicine and how to wing off athletes and whatnot. I think their approach, even through AminoPure, the team AminoPure uh, would be primarily to do two things. Number one, I was talking to, uh, to uh, Jeff Black on this. I have yet to see a 40-year-old woman's labs, and I work with Rejuvenate HRT really closely, that has great labs. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I, may be, I don't know if you guys have, but I have yet to see labs that are like, how old are you? And your labs look spectacular. Estrogen dominance, low T, thyroid is screwed up, something. Step one, labs. Get a full panel of labs, metabolic panel, CBC, thyroid, uh, make sure you get a full panel of fire because you want to see the whole panel, okay? You don't want to see just reverse because doctors will just do reverse. We want to see the whole thing, T3, T4, reverse T3, reverse T4, everything. Uh, that would be the first step. Uh, see where your, where your sugar levels are, your, ends, your liver enzymes, your kidneys. That would be step one. What I'm doing now with a lot of the clients that we do get, because we do some coaching as well, is uh, I'm recommending a, a full uh, vial. I wish I had it. I think I do have it. Viome is a uh, it's an intelligent test now that's it's actually here at the Pacific Northwest is, is grabbing a lot of firepower. It's like a really hot item right now. Where what they do is you do a stool test and they check your entire digestive system 
and they do an intelligence test on with blood. Actually, did mine today, and they'll they'll basically give you a full profile of what your gut looks like, where is deficient, what are the issues with it, and also from a molecular standpoint, where your not I don't think it's hormones, but where where are you in terms of your your intelligence test? That basically is where are your uh, your micronutrients. What is your blood telling them that you're healthy or unhealthy? And basically they'll do a full profile and tell you everything. So now you're talking about three things. I always say this, right? And I think we talked to Jamie about this. People will say, well, I've done everything and I can't lose weight. I say, well, have you done blood work? No. Okay. Well then do blood work. Cause number one, we probably, we don't even know if your estrogen is fighting you. We don't know if your, proge- your progesterone's out of whack. We don't know where your estrogen levels are at. We don't know where your testosterone levels are. At. So number one, if you're not doing blood work, you're doing it all wrong. Number two, digestion. Uh, there's over a hundred and some odd hormones that starting your digestive tract. And if your digestion is not optimal, you might as well just throw it out the trash, man, because you have to have a great functioning digestive system to absorb all the nutrients. Okay. Number one, number two, blood work. Number three, if all of that comes out, okay, then you have room to, to, to see, okay, I'm in a good place, but more times than not, I bet you a million dollars that you're going to see some issues, especially with competitors or people that are getting a little bit up there in age. I'm 44. Uh, I have seen great labs once in my life. And that's only because I was detoxifying my body. If I was running PEDS or whether, whether it was uh, Anavar or whatever it was, Anavar, which is the only thing I've done. I was running a detoxifying agent, which we have our detox, which is fantastic. Liposomal glutathione, making sure that you're, always running something. And that applies not just for the competitive bodybuilder, that applies for anyone because your body is, is full of radicals and you want to get rid of those radicals. We eat from Tupperware. We actually use makeup that may have some chemicals. So you're absorbing all those things and believe it or not, it takes a toll on your body. So detoxifying your body is key. And I always tell people, people are like, well, how do I run detox and liposomal glutathione? I always say, use a detox first phase. And then as a maintenance, keep the liposomal glutathione. Just keep it running. What's the per, what is what's it going to hurt you to make sure that your or your liver, which is like your second heart, is optimal? Nothing. You're only going to be that much better performing, right? So that would be my suggestion from from a from for for you would be run a full full scale blood work and then do a, a digestive test and I can send you the link to Viome. I, I'm, yeah, I was for, blown away. I did. I had. I love that for the digestives. I did do a full plan. I am working with Chris. At, oh, oh, uh, oh, that's right. You are. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm actually two and a half weeks into the detox. Okay. Um, How do you feel? I feel good. I feel good. And then I know another conversation. I also, um, 10 days into the NAD AOD, which I absolutely love. NAD AOD is amazing guys, by the way, <laughs> it's actually but really again, good stuff. Conversation. But again, yes, I would love that link for myself personally for would digestion. No. And that's a very good point. So for my clientele, really, I have to get them to do the same things that I would do, um, you know, post comp or whatever, to then make any sort of recommendations because they're really looking, they're looking for fat loss. Yeah, That's everybody's right. looking for fat loss. You need to know where your starting point is at because exactly. if you're, you're swimming an uphill battle or you're swimming against the current, no matter what you do. I mean, I've seen people like, I mean, I can't lose weight. I've tried this diet and I tried that diet. It's like, it's not the diet. It's something else that's fighting you. You need to understand what it is. What is that thing that's fighting you so that you can fix that 
So then you can move on and, and have that nutrition, the absorption, the nutrient absorption, all that good stuff. It's got to be clicking all on all cylinders. And 90% of them are lying to you about their diet anyway. You absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Um, the second question you asked for your, for, for your non-competitor, uh, your, your lifestyle clientele, I would stick with primarily, you know, obviously the nutrition aspects is king, number one. Um, L-carnitine, I mean, you can't go wrong with L-carn, I'm telling you. I mean, I've seen just lifestyle people that are just like blown away. I'm losing 20 pounds and I'm just, all I do is every morning now, because I told him, you know, this lady that sent me a message, I'm like, every morning, do your L-carnitine. Go for a walk with your dog. She's doing that every day for 30 minutes. She's up to 45 minutes now. She lost 40 pounds in three months. Now, this is a lifestyle person, right? It's not somebody that's like lifting and working out as hard as all of you guys are. So she's just every morning goes with her dog, pins her out, carnitine walls for a walk, and she's just seeing it come off, right? And she's kind of dieting, but not really, right? But she's a heavy set lady, but she's happy with the results. So I would stick with the basics. L-carnitine would be a great product. We're coming out with a liposomal L-carnitine primarily for lifestyle people. You know, right. the people who are afraid of injections. They don't want to inject. A lot yeah. of my clientele, you say injection, all of a sudden, ah. they, uh, they, they think they're shooting trend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to piggyback on any anything that I say, Jamie? Any input, additional input you have? Um, I mean, you are pretty, like, comprehensive on everything, especially when it comes to, like, you know, my suggestion to get blood work. See what you're dealing with. Um and then just make sure if you're going to be using PEDS again, that you get blood work done before you run that cycle, get your blood and then, you know, run a PCT where, you know, I've been kind of like giving a new PCT to my clients. That's, you know, the liposomal glutathione, the detox. And then I also have like a list of supplements that I give my females that are PCTing that helps, you know, bring back their natural testosterone levels as well. So, you know, it really is also going to depend on, you know, what, what's going on in your blood work post cycle. Do you need to bring that testosterone up? Are you taking T like, are you doing TRT at your end? Like, you know, so all of those things have, will have an impact, but you know, like you was saying, really the biggest and most important thing is keeping on track with your blood work and making sure that you're like after every cycle, you're getting back to homeostasis. Um, you don't want to keep on running cycles if your liver enzymes are still all jacked right. up, if your <laughs> testosterone is still tanked, um, if your you know estrogen is still like way out of whack. You want to make sure that you really like get all those things looking good first, and then you can do another cycle. Um, and then with your lifestyle clients, I couldn't agree more. Like the L-card is going to, is like the number one thing for that fat loss. I would be really weary with, you know, cause I know that like uh, on Amino Pure, we've got lots of different like fat burning stacks that, you know, people can try, you know, just be really cautious about uh, suggesting those to people and make sure you have an understanding of, are they sensitive to stimulants? Um, because a lot of those are like super, really, really high stim. If you give that to someone who, you know, <laughs> they have coffee, they feel like they're jittery and they're going to feel like they're having a heart attack. They're going to go to the hospital, right? Amino, amino um, lipo, thermal burn HC, all right. of those clem based products are the injectables very, are very powerful. And they're usually too much for lifestyle people. Most of the time, lifestyle people will be like, I just don't like the way I feel on it. Right. Um, so I would say just like, you know, use caution when you're trying to suggest things like that. Um, I would say like, you know, just 
really make sure you have an understanding of how well they tolerate stimulants. Okay. One thing to add to that, if they are, and they don't feel good on like the clen-based products, a uh, thousand milligrams of taurine will usually help get rid of any side effects. Like yeah. the jitters or when they feel like super shaky, it'll usually cut that off. You want to take it like 15 minutes before you would inject that. I didn't know that. So, Touring, huh? Yeah. yeah. I learned something from you yeah. guys today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perry, Perry actually taught me that way back when. Oh, I, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. Another thing that you guys could contemplate also uh, is AGH frag. A lot, the, the biggest issue with peptides is people are like, oh, it doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. Well, it's because you don't know how to run it. You know, we talked about this with with uh, with a few of you actually. As a matter of fact, it's like I bought one vial, one vial of VPC, and you know, <laughs> this didn't heal my shoulder. Well, one vial ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> Talk to Monty, <laughs> right? It's a sequence of it's a process. You gotta be like on this for weeks and weeks, and notice that if you notice a progression of improvements, is is good, right? AGH frag is one of them, right? AGH frag is is a fragment of growth hormone is the 176 to the 191 uh, amino acid chain profile. It's only the fat burning profile of growth hormone. The issue is people start too much too quick with it and they get desensitized to that. And within a week, it's not working anymore. So the plan is basically, and I had a protocol, I think I put it on, on, on Instagram. It's to start with, say again. I used it. Oh, you like it? Yeah, you gave it to me. You gave me the protocol. Yeah, it's 200. It's two, I start with 200 micrograms for week one. And then you start adding 100 micrograms every week after. Up to about four to six weeks. Uh, once you get to 600 micrograms, get off of it. Get off yeah. of it because it's very likely it's going to stop working. Allow your body to desensitize, uh, resensitize, and then you can run it again. It works if you're doing it properly. When it stops working is whenever people think it's like, it's like, Joey, you probably running, you could run 50 to maybe 80, maybe 100, even 100 is a little more than what I would do. Micrograms of IGFLR3. He is 265 pounds. I'm 195 pounds. It doesn't matter. It's not you'd weight dependent. It doesn't matter. You'd recommend right. that for women, men, what size is not. Doesn't matter. Jamie, Jamie, you run, you run a, an IGF, right? You run 50? Yeah. Yeah, usually 50, yeah. Yep, that's all I do. I don't take it any higher than 50. Yeah, I don't either. So, and, and what I've noticed now is like, it's interesting. What I'm, I just started my second run of IGFLR3. What I'm noticing now is like, there's, uh, I'm on week two. And then first I dropped four pounds, four and a half pounds. I got, I got down to 187 on IGFLR3. I was like, just plummeted. And now all of a sudden I'm starting to creep out back 188, 181. Now I'm 191, but my waist is smaller. Mm-hmm. And those are the things you're going to start noticing. You're going to start noticing you're getting leaner as your weight, as your muscle, if you're getting a little fuller, your chest is getting a little fuller, your back is getting a little fuller. That's the beauty of IGFLR3 or an IGF product. If you combine those with a growth factor, kind of like HGH frag, if you don't want to do HGH, um, you can do HGH, obviously. You're going to see some really good results in fat burning. I mean, that's 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 the combo, to be honest with you. People, uh, from a competitive standpoint, are running. And I know some of you, the bigger boys, run more more HGH. Um, I've heard even doing, in some studies, even four to six IUs of growth hormone pre and post-workout with uh, 100 micrograms or 50 to 100 micrograms of IGF, IGF-1 pre and post, they'll see significant growth. And it's a combination of the growth 
and, and growth uh, of HGH growth with the the insulin, the uh, insulin mimicking factor of the IGF, you're you're hitting it twice, and then you have that um, that stem cell uh, protein in the IGF. That's basically as your muscle is is being you know is recovering, it's actually creating more fibers and more fibers in people. That's how people grow. You know, one of the side effects for that, you got to be very careful on some people's everybody talks about distension in the stomach. It, it, it comes from growth and people, some people will fight you say it doesn't, but I've read studies that that's one of the symptoms of running both IGF and, and, and high dosages of, 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 uh, AGH, you'll start seeing some distension, some organ distension, some, some stuff like that. Uh, and that's primarily because of the combination of both of them. And we're talking like 10 IUs, eight IUs, 12 IUs of good growth, assuming that you have good quality growth hormone, you know, you, a lot of stuff is, is bunk out there. So I wanted to bring that in there. That's, that's the thing about HGH frag. I love HGH frag. I've had some good results. My biggest results for me have been FST 344, IGFLR3 and, and, and IGFDS. Uh, I, I will tell you, Jamie, you're a beast because I hate pinning my, my bicep. I don't yeah. know, man. Call me a pussy, <laughs> but <laughs> pinning my bicep is so painful to me. <laughs> what are you using? An 18? No like, way, man. Everything. Are you kidding me? I use 27. Then how does it hurt? Then how does it hurt? <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Oh, there you go. That's what I, I knew you were gonna say. What a pussy! Right? It's, it's the only it's the only muscle that actually really hurts on me. It's like, oh man, it hurts my quad. I can do anything but my quad. No way. I, I, I don't chase, like quad either. I will chase myself around my room. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't do that, but for some reason, that's bicep, man. I just it kills me. But um, I, I love I love the IGF products, to be honest with you. I think that IGF with insulin, you can gain a ton of muscle and prevent a lot of degradation in your organs. That's that's that's, that's my opinion. Uh, I've spoken to some really good coaches, and they'll basically tell their female clients, they'll be like, look, best, best way to go around is go, go insulin. I mean, just be responsible, but go insulin. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to allow, you're going to bypass your liver, your kidneys, all that stress that you're putting on your organs. And you're going to see some massive gains. We're going to see some massive gains. Okay. Excellent. And Mr. Perry, any questions from you? Uh, yeah. Um, when you post, when you did the post with the, uh, IGF, uh, L, 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 L3 and the DES, um, one of my guys would ask me for the protocol, but I, I told him I've never used both of them. So I honestly, I didn't know. You want to know the protocol for IGF LR3? Um, I can tell you mine, and I know Jamie's a badass expert on this because we had a whole podcast. And I'm gonna I'm gonna actually let her talk a little bit about that as well. The way that I do it, okay, and and okay. it depends. Number one, it depends how much money you have. Let me just be honest with you, because <laughs> you you can run. Uh, I was just reading a study uh, yesterday, last night, preparing for this podcast. Um, you can run. I know people. I don't know people. I've read that people are running IGF uh, one not LR3. I don't think you need to run uh, AIGF1, to be honest with you. That's just my opinion. Mm. Uh, but if you can get some good pharmaceutical Incrolex or, or some really good IGF1, uh, they're running in first thing in the morning, they're running a pre-workout and post-workout. They're running 50 micrograms of, of that. Mm. First thing in the morning with protein, with some growth, one or two, I use a growth. Pre-workout, they're running 50 micrograms with one or two, I use a growth post-workout they're running. And again, same thing. And in between that workout, kind of like what Jamie says, they go into the bathroom and they're pinning their IGF DES. They're putting their, 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 their tunnel vision, right? They're going into the gym and just destroying that muscle because you only get 30 minutes. 
30 minutes. That's the protocol that a lot of the, the bigger boys are running right now. And they're no, and the reason why they're doing it that way is because if you spread out the growth in the IGF, the side effects of growth are minimal. Okay. 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 Uh, so because you're only doing one or two IUs, or you can do a dump of, you know, six IUs in the morning or before bed. I, me personally, I don't recommend that. Uh, I think that if you are able to spread it out, you're going to see more benefits out of it because you're using the, uh, the IGF pre-workout and the growth to really amp your, that muscle for that workout, right? Use those, those carbs and that, the pump and all that stuff. Post-workout for recovery, first thing in the morning to get your, your growth hormones your growth, uh, your IGF one levels skyrocket and IGF does, uh, you can either run, you can also actually run because it only lasts 20 to 30 minutes. You could run hundred micrograms of IGF does without a problem, uh, 50 micrograms in each bicep. Ouch. Uh, and, uh, and then you're off to the races, right? Uh, not a lot of people are willing to do that. I mean, this is, this, 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 be honest. It's not for everyone. This, this stuff is not for everyone guys. Yeah. If, if I'm going to do like, uh, the DES site specific for, Say I like myself, say I'm going to do it from like quad growth, right? <laughs> I'll actually do hundred micrograms in each quad, but I'm I'm splitting that hundred micrograms up into three or four micro injections in each quad. Oh, so I'm injecting each quad about three to four times with like, you know, so I'm doing like three or four micro injections. It's still a total of a hundred uh, micrograms per leg but I'm spreading that out into different like parts of the quad. Um, and uh, of course, like that's not for everyone because not everyone wants to pin themselves. And like, I'll even do that with delts. If I'm going to use DES for delts, I'll do, you know, I'll do a micro injection in my anterior medial and then rear delt. Um, mm. That's the way I like to do it. I, you know, uh, <laughs> not, every, but again, like not everyone is willing to do that. But you're using insulin pins. So to me, it's you know, it's like a little. That has to be the gnarliest quad pump in the world. Oh, and, and you pair that with the amino pump. And so I yes. know that Ron's like, oh, just do like 2 ml in your glute. No, 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 no. <laughs> You've got to no. do. You got to spread it out. You got to split it. She takes it to another level, guys. She takes it to another level. Thank you. Yeah. Because, yeah, you do two, two mLs in one glute, that whole left glute is just going to be swollen for it, three days. Like, no, you got to put it. Yes. <laughs> yes. You got to do micro injections with it. And then Jeez. you pair that with BFR training. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Like, you I don't are. I if I can fit a BFR band around my legs. I, I can't. You, 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 Joey, you can't get any bigger on those quads, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, you know what's interesting? Because, um, I don't pin quads, obviously. I have a torn MCL. Maybe I should put some growth factor in there on my MCL. Maybe you grow one. But anyway, um, one of the things that uh, I have, I do notice is there is a difference and I didn't believe it, um, but I do believe it now. Uh, Jamie mentioned it. I said, well, you know, I do, I get the stupidest pumps on, on, on amino pump. I mean, just even, even when, when you pair it with the amino pump pre-workout and then you do one. That's minute, what I did today for herbs. <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, you do it again, guys, it's not one thing. It's everything right when you start a program and you start putting it all together and you're diligent about this every single day the pumps that you're going to get with amino pump and igf and igf des and now you do blood flow restriction 
I don't think you'll probably experience anything like that ever. Like, I don't. It's I, not pleasant. It, it, I, I, like, I it doesn't feel good. That like just started that protocol. She's doing the DES. She's doing the amino pump, and we're doing BFR training with her. And I just talked to her this morning, and she's and you know last night was the first night she did the protocol. Yeah. She's like, I've never felt that way in my yeah. life ever before. <laughs> it, it, it's on another level, and it, the reason is yeah. amino pump. You're getting a thousand a thousand milligrams of L-citrulline and L-arginine. So you're getting it all 100% bioavailable. It's on another level. It's on another level. Like I, I always tell people, it's like, I'll put amino pump against anything in the world. I don't care what it is. Gorilla mind. I, it doesn't matter. It's going to smoke it. It's just that great of a product. Um, and now you, we have, we have amino, the amino pre, uh, pre-workout. I'm reformulating it again with a different supplier because uh, obviously we want to have the best of the best of the best of the best always. Um, and it's going to launch in January as well. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be absolutely awesome. We, we're not resting at being good. We want to be excellent if, with every product that we come out with. Uh, but I'm so glad that you, that your clients are doing that protocol because that itself, like I, it's funny. I'm one, 187, 191. I fluctuate. I was at the gym yesterday. And my buddy goes, how much do you weigh? Like 210? I said, I, I wish if I could walk around like this all day long. <laughs> I would be very happy, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that's working out for you, for you and your clients, Jamie. Um, any other questions, Perry? No, that, that was, that was, that was, that it. was it. Joey, what about you, buddy? I know you're the expert on all things amino pump and amino pure, but just talk. <laughs> Almost. Um, so I actually picked up a client. I think it was earlier this week. And um, so he's on his actually second round of stomach cancer and he went off of all of his meds and everything like that. So I was wondering like, if like the BCP and the TB 500 would be good for him. I was about to go BCP. as far. Yeah. As far as like helping him because he actually wants to compete in a bodybuilding show. So he came off of all his cancer meds and everything. Cause it was just destroying him from the inside out. How is he? Is he, I mean, is he in remission? Uh, actually, no, I don't think he is. He's just like, Ooh. I'm done. Yeah. He's like, I'm done being on medication. Oh my. Cause he's been, yeah. <laughs> oh well, I don't know if I want to answer that question. Uh, I mean, I don't know who else to ask about it. So it, it's, you know what? I'll tell you, I'll look, I, I, I'm not, this is, I'm going to talk to, I'm going to talk about that topic as if we did not know he was on cancer. I can tell you BPC, okay. BPC 157 yeah. um, has been known to actually revitalize the lining in your gut, in, yeah. your, in your stomach lining. Another thing mm-hmm. that you could do, you could do, um, uh, for for anybody that has had leaky gut, you know what mm-hmm. leaky gut is basically. There's tears in your intestine that actually drip yep. from your your small intestine to your large intestine, and you get that infection, and you get all kinds of issues going on, right? So yeah. you can do uh, four ounces of um, of aloe vera juice yep. with uh, twenty mil, uh, twenty grams of glutamine. That basically mm-hmm. reinforces the entire lining of your gut, right? Yep. Uh, and it, it's actually fantastic. I've done it because I have. I, I think that's Jamie, the first you know thing that. I told him. I've had digestion issues. I had uh, GERD, IBS. I've been dealing with it for the last three, four months. I'm just getting better. Um, and the issue with me is, is I not going with. I, I don't have a stomach cancer. Last time I checked, but the issue with me is that anytime you go into high levels of stress, okay. Now we're going to talk about stress because stress is the biggest number one issue that causes the majority of problems in your health is stress related. That fucking hormone, that that cortisol, which is great to, to have some, some, some levels of cortisol because you need it, but can cause havoc in your body. 
Okay. I mean, you can, I can do all kinds of things with me. The levels of stress were so high. I was reading 26 on my cortisol AM morning blood work, uh, which was off the charts. My doctor was telling me, Hey, you're a heart attack away from like a beat a heart away from a heart attack. You need to slow down. And, and she looks at me, she's like, you don't, you look like you're in shape. I eat well. I tried, I exercise. It doesn't matter if your stress levels are so high and you're not controlling that stress. You can have some major issues, including the, the overproduction of acid in your stomach. My issue, my body produces acid at some point nonstop, and it starts to burn the entire esophagus and your, your gut. Aloe vera with 20 grams of uh, glutamine will actually fix those, those torn junctions in your, in your gut lining. And you got to do it for like a couple months in a row. It, it'll, it'll, it'll help. I, I feel much better now. Uh, obviously, I still follow a protocol, but BPC-157, man, BPC-157, it's a little different than TB-500, TB-500, because BPC-157 actually generates, creates blood vessels. So it, it basically creates blood vessels in the injured area to get more blood in there. Blood, as we know it, is fuel right? You're carrying all the nutrients into that injured area. A lot of times the biggest issue why, why a, a, a joint is not healing is because you're not carrying enough nutrients in there. And the blood is, 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 you have stagnant scar tissue preventing blood from getting there. Number one, that's one of the issues. That's one of the reasons why people do what? Scar tissue release, right? They do all that to get that scar tissue out. And then all of a sudden they do cupping to get blood circulating again. Now, if you do BPC-157 on that area, now you're creating blood vessels that are going to go into that area to carry more blood in there to heal. Now, TB500 works a little different. TB500, you can inject it in the fat. And actually, it's a peptide that goes through your entire body looking for, for little issues in, in there and heals them. It basically says, let's get some more blood in there because there's some, some injured areas in there. Uh, interestingly enough, people... The people tend to deviate more towards BPC-157, but it's really a synergy of both. If you can afford both, I would go both. If you have an acute injury for a joint or something like that, BPC-157. Awesome. That's what I would do. That, that would be my suggestion. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything else knowing his situation because yeah. of his cancer situation. Uh, my biggest concern is, you know, make sure that he consults with the doctor and uh, God yeah. wish him the best. It's, it's, it's yeah. a difficult thing to have. I know I have a family that had uh, stomach cancer, it runs in my family. That's why I'm so mm -hmm. concerned about my digestion. I'm so careful about my digestion because it's not a beautiful, it's not a, it's not a nice thing. It's not a nice no. thing to see something. This is like a second thing. battle with it too. Yeah, no, we had uh, Stanley Quaresma. He was an IFBB pro uh, trained under Matt Porter. He just passed away a couple of weeks Jeez. ago and I talked to him. Uh, another thing he could do actually also, Epitalin. Okay. Epitalin. Epitalin has been known... Uh, to, to really help. And also quercetin. I just, I, I just, I'm starting to remember all these things that I yeah. talked to pharmacists about liposomal quercetin. We have it already. I just need to know that there's a market for it mm -hmm. uh, because it's an investment that aminopure has to make, but liposomal quercetin, look at the studies on quercetin. It actually slows the, the, the uh, it actually slows the, um, the production of cancer cells supposedly. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fantastic. It's one of the, the, the most, the most underrated unknown um, antioxidants in the world right now. And it's just starting to pick up notoriety. And uh, we have a liposomal, which is about 80, 81, 82% bioavailable. Bio and in comparison, we're going to talk a little bit about bioavailability, by the way, 
is a huge topic of discussion for me. It's huge as I'm talking to a lot of pharmacists on, on why the supplement industry sucks in terms of like the stuff they're putting out there because it's not absorbable. It's just junk. Um, so yeah, uh, liposomal quercetin, if you can get it, that mm-hmm. epitalin is a good one. BPC-157 is a good one. All of those are going to be great for, for stomach digestion and, 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 and getting radicals out of your body. That's what awesome. I was Thank you. All right, brother. Ms. Pitt, I don't know if you have any questions that you can actually ask me. <laughs> oh, let me think. Um, you to give me a hard one. Watch. I don't know if I think of one. Uh, there, I'm trying to think. There was another like uh, anti-cancer drug I was thinking of. Uh, Shilogy is a good one for him to look into. Shilogy. How about ivermectin? Do you know how to spell that? S H I L I J I T. Oh, I never heard of that one. I, I've heard of, I, I've actually recently been, been studying ivermectin. Yeah. I think it's ivermectin. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been quercetin and ivermectin have been studied, are currently being studied right now and are about number four or five in, uh, in ranking as the best product to have for COVID. Yeah. It's hard. Awesome. It, yeah. It's, it's another product that we've been actually con- contemplating carrying it. But, um, you know, a lot of people, they said this to me like, hey, you, why don't you have this? And why don't you have that? And I always tell them, you know what? We can have, I can formulate stuff, guys, that is just so fucking badass and mind-blowing. I can put a liposomal quercetin, a liposomal L-carnitine, a liposomal antioxidant, top of the line, 100% pharmaceutical. It's 150 bucks. <laughs> the question is, is there a market that's willing to spend that much for that? So I got to pick my battles in terms of, I want to bring some of the best product out there. But let's be honest, people don't know quality. You guys do. Some of your clients may, you know, but but people, people, they're still buying the $9.99 Tutka over at Amazon. <laughs> right? And, and you don't even know what you're getting. <laughs> it's the truth. It's reality. I, I have you say, why don't you put this? I'm like, you know, I can put all that stuff in there. I, I got pharmacists that can come up with the best shit you could possibly imagine. But people are not going to buy it. They'd rather buy the tights, the Lululemon tights, which I have nothing against them, by the way, <laughs> right? And then they're buying the $4.99 multivitamin, <laughs> right? Because they got to look cute. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that, that's some good stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about Epicab. We're going to talk about bioavailability. We're going to talk about all those things. Um, Monty, any questions for me, bud? Yeah, I had a quick question. Um and I listening to Jamie, she talked about doing the, I think you did, did to the uh, two mils of a uh, Mino pump. Um, do you recommend doing that in specific locations as well? Like a, somebody had said it, you know, you just get one big uh, pump in your glute. I don't shoot my glutes much anymore. Shit, it just, it sucks. I used to go shoulders or thighs. Um, so I was wondering how should I break that down? Or in other words, I don't want to put, do I need to put two milliliters, of uh, two mLs of amino pump into me into one site or should I put it in different locations? So the way that I do it is I do it much like the DES where I'm doing like, if it's going to be a big, like if, if I'm going to do quads, then I will do one mL per quad, but I'll split that mL up into like, maybe like three or four micro injections. Okay. Where I'm like spreading it around. 
Um, now, if I'm going to do delts, I'm and like say I'm going to do because like I have two delt days. I have a delt day where I'm more like anterior focused, and then one that's more like rear delt focused. Yeah, so on, um, you know, on my anterior delt day, I'm putting you know 50 IU's in my anterior delt, 50 IU's in my medial, and then 50 50 here. Um, yeah. So, but you know, I also have like you know, I've also tried it where I've done just like 50 in medial, 50 in medial on this side. So. You know, I think that if you're also like a smaller person and like for the smaller body parts, like, you know, if you're a woman that's training arms, you can probably get away with just doing 50 um, IU in each bicep or 50 IU in each tricep. Um, so that's that's how I I go about doing the, the amino pump. And I just find that like, not only am I getting the pump in the area that I want, but it's crazy. Like you can like, just like the visual how much it gets pumped is yeah, it's gnarly it's fucking gnarly i it's, it's like kind of like almost alien looking when i do it in my quads sometimes you need to take some pictures and send them to me so that's what you i know to. i really do yeah i'm sure. like one of those like anti-camera people in the gym i need to like get over that but uh, fantastic yeah. body you need, to, you need to take some of those pictures we need to see but that. i'm like so hyper focused yeah, i know i'm the same way you know? people tell me like it's funny because I, I talk to you guys and i'm on podcasts and i'm very animated and i'm very high energy when i'm at the gym i don't talk to anybody no, i'm like i don't talk to hell anybody. no anybody like i got my hat like no. like this yeah. all the time people are like <laughs> this guy doesn't talk to anybody you're right i really don't like, harry i see you roll your eyes <laughs> Joey, i'm gonna say nothing he knows me from back in the day. You can't talk to me when I got my headphones and I'll rip your head yeah, off. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's great. Though. That's what that you're there to, you're there for, you're there for a reason. One of the things that always comes up is one of the things that always comes up, what gauge needle should we use? So if you're running L-carnitine, uh, 500 milligrams, you can get away with 28, uh, 29. You can get away with 29. You may be drawing for a little bit. Uh, 700, you got to go 27. You got to go 27. Unless you backfill. Oh, that's a good point. So mm -hmm. I, I actually still will use an insulin uh, pin for my uh, 700. I'll backfill my insulin needle and then I'll run it under hot water. Because if you don't run it under the hot water, you can backfill it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love you guys. I love it. Yeah, like, nope. just like as long as you run it under the hot water, then that's how, that's how I do it. Can you explain backfill? What do you What's that? Explain backfill. So I use a like a, a bigger needle, and I think I have like a it's like an 18 gauge like needle. A like a you call it a needle. And so what I and actually hold on, I'll show you. Yeah. It's like they use more like a plunger to plug yeah. it out. Oh, and oh, oh, you oh, got like an 18 gauge cool. just to rip it out. Uh, oh, it right. just takes like two seconds. Otherwise, you're gonna be with a 27, you're gonna be there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take this one's like an 18 gauge. And like, I'll draw my product into, like I'll draw the, the 700 into this needle here. And then what I do is I take my insulin pin, I pop the, the back off. And you wanna make sure when you pop the back off though, that you're keeping this somewhere sterile. So you either need to like keep it in your hand or you need to get like a sterile, like something, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna take the product and you are just going to, put it right into the back of that pin and then fill that pin up. Then you put this back um, here, you tap the top so that the air bubble goes to the top and then bam. So 
you know, with the 700, even if you backfill it, it, if you don't heat it up, you will not be able to inject it into yourself. You're yeah, going to sit there. It's going to be a while. It's, it's going to take forever. So you, you do need to still like, I just run it under hot water. Trades of the pros. Oh. I don't, I didn't even do that. <laughs> I, I just basically draw it. Didn't you? Well, I don't well, care. You know, I started like backloading like my oils for my women because I would have them use like just so little of anabolics, like any oils that I just started getting really good at backloading pins. And it, mm. to me, I would much rather use an insulin pin that's like, you know, a, a you know, a 30 gauge needle than me having to, oh, A, wow. like buy separate needles for all of my, like these pins. Um, and then you just get less scar, you get less scar tissue. The, yeah. like the, the smaller needle that you have yeah i think i think anastasia was telling me that she was doing 25 i think she's still on um she was doing 25 gauge every day on the amino pump and i said ouch oh, no. what a beast <laughs> yeah so i told him Ins go insulin i just go insulin yeah, yeah. yeah i go insulin yeah. and it's, it's less scar tissue um yeah. and and i and i you know alex i, I hope it's okay alex uses 20 25 keys 25 25 26 every day it just doesn't matter what muscle whatever every day yeah. it's like i don't even feel it anymore <laughs> like you're completely Probably not a good thing like, not even a matter of like feeling it scar i feel tissue. like it's more of a matter of like if you're someone who's going to be injecting a lot that scar tissue especially okay if your purpose is to get on stage and you're like say you're doing this for bodybuilding yeah, it's it's just lumps everywhere yeah if you have this huge like buildup of scar tissue on your delt on your glue and your wherever you're going to be like, that's going to count down on, on your scoring. You, a judge sees lumps like that. And a, you like, when you have lumps and scar tissue like that, even if you get shredded to the bone, guess what? You're not going to be able to see striations. Right. Yep. And you're going to have kind of like this, um, like lumpy, weird looking. This looks like a mass. Right. And yeah. granted, like there are like massage therapists and like, you can like work some of that out, but You've got to be careful. I know plenty of like, especially like the bigger male bodybuilders who have been pinning for years and they probably much like a lot of these other people you're talking about using the 26 and the, you know, 25 gauge yeah. needle, just thinking that they're badass, but really it's just taking away from their physiques because it's creating all this scar tissue. No, I, I, I totally agree. I see. I mean, I have it, you know, yeah. I have scar tissue. And, and I don't think, I don't, I don't know if you could ever get rid of scar tissue hundred percent to be honest with you. I think that you, you can just, break it down though, through yeah, like grafting or like, it. yeah. Or like it's after you, it. after you pin, you take like a Theragun or like a rolling pin and like really get after it. And yeah. then that helps too. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I do that all the time. And in terms of take a break, that's the reason why we came up with amino pump pre-workout is for people that didn't, they, they would get tired of pinning all the time. It's like, Hey, I love it, man. And they asked me, is it, is it just as good as amino pump? injectable i said no yeah i'll be honest with them i it's a great pre-workout i mean i i i sell out we sell out all the time like i can't keep it it's it's the, the 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 dosage for the money for what you're getting is fantastic is it better than amino pump injectable i don't think there's anything in the market right now that's better i really don't mm -hmm. I, i've tried everything i've tried yeah, I've tried tons of different pre-workouts. There's nothing that even comes close, I don't think. Uh, the, the new generation of amino pump is, uh, we're, that I believe we're working on is going to have hyaluronic acid. It's going to have HA cool. uh, with an ATP. 
So um, <laughs> that, that, and maybe some beta alanine. I don't know yet. <laughs> but, you know, the hardest thing is we can put all that in there. It's like, how much more expensive is it going to get? How thick is it going to be? And how thick is it? <laughs> because a lot of people are doing, what a lot of people are doing is hyaluronic acid. For all of you guys that know hyaluronic acid, hyaluronic yeah. acid is going to suck all that water and infuse it in that muscle. You're going to yeah. get this. I mean, you could be one eight, you could be a girl that's 130. You walk around looking like you're 170. Like you're just jacked. Just everything's just so full. Quads, everything's going to be massive. I played with it uh, when I was, we were running some protocols, some prototypes. It's insane, but for hyaluronic acid, your muscle needs a good amount. I mean, it needs. Yeah, a it's not cheap. It, and it's not cheap. And how much, how much hyaluronic acid can you put in amino pump? 50 micrograms. Does it make a difference? Yes, but it's going to be different than putting one milligram on each shoulder of just hyaluronic acid. Now you combine that with amino pump for all you guys that, that run hyaluronic acid, run hyaluronic acid, one milligram or whatever, whatever your choice is, and then do pump. Hmm. Game over. It, it's, I, I have people, I have athletes right now that are, they're pre-stage before they go up on stage, they're running two mil of, uh, of amino pump um, two hours before, one hour before, and then 30 minutes before stage. And they're coming in just, just loaded, right? And then uh, some are doing, you know, hyaluronic acid with it. You know, it's, it's just, it depends on how you want to, how you want to run it. But the, the, the difference between, and I've, and I've seen it in, in some pictures, even for some coaches that, that, that Misha and I know, um, the before and after running amino pump before they go on stage, it's mind blowing. It's day and night. I mean, it's just re- that is that ridiculous. Their quads will just get like overly just you know huge and straight and vascular. So you can do you can run amino pump pre stage. You can run it pre workout. You can run it. It's hundred percent natural. There's nothing in there that it can harm you. Same thing with L carnitine. It's hundred percent L carnitines. Uh, amino carn is has uh, uh, L-carnitine with a B12. You gotta be careful with B12. You can have too much B12. It starts to make you lethargic. So as soon as you start feeling a little lethargic, gotta wing off of the B12. I always tell you know rotate from amino carn to regular L-carnitine. Uh, neuro has been amazing. People love neuro, and the difference is that neuro has the acetyl, uh, the the acetyl L-carnitine. And the original formula for for neuro was um, L-carnitine, uh, B12 and acetyl and it wanted to have about 100 micrograms of acetyl uh i tried the prototype with had 150 200 micrograms of of, uh, milligrams of acetyl let me tell you guys i couldn't move my leg and i was in so much pain because (laughs) the ph level in acetyl is very acidic and it hurts so bad it hurts so bad. And I thought it was me, right? Because I'm like, there's certain muscles that I pin. I'm like, ah, it hurts so bad, right? So we have to take it down to 50 micrograms. And 50 micrograms is what we currently have in neuro because Joey could probably handle it. Jamie can probably handle it. Not everybody can handle it. <laughs> I, I, I had girls and men try it and they're like, mother of God, that's so painful. So we had to find a common ground where it's not painful anymore for it, people to use it. Otherwise, people don't, don't, they don't use, they won't use it. And you still see the benefits of neuro, even with 50 micrograms, because it's 100% bioavailable. And people love neuro. I mean, the focus that they get with neuro, um, you know, at 
is it a hundred? I think it's a hundred. It's a hundred micrograms now, actually, of a, of a acetyl. And uh, the way that acetyl works, uh, the acetyl L-carnitine, it converts into choline, and the choline is what actually gives you that that cognizant awareness that that food for your brain it makes you aware, makes you know exactly what's going on, keeps you that focus on the gym whenever you're on it. And people that are newer, they love it. And people that are that that do amino carn, they love amino carn. So it depends on. I always say it's a cult. Amino carn people, that's all they want. They don't want to know anything else. I, no, I'm sticking with this. People that love neuro, forget it. This is this is it. So it's one or the other, which I kind of find it fascinating mm-hmm. because I think they're both amazing products, right? So let's go really quick. Any other questions that you guys may have about products and we can start, start talking about new developments. Jamie, I know you, you're thinking- like better, IGF-1, IG, uh, IGF-LR3, or uh, DES? Which one is best? Uh, I don't think there's one that's the best. Uh, IGF-1 is definitely going to be about, uh, they, it's an, on average about 20 minutes, half-life, okay? okay. Um, it's, it's a, it's a uh, insulin mimicking growth factor, and it mimics your own production of, of IGF. So you have it. So your body, basically, when you're, you're, if you're injecting IGF-1, your body cannot, distinct, dis, uh, cannot distinguish whether it's yours or if it's, uh, if it's something you're injecting. It just thinks it's yours. So uh, IGF LR3 is 20, 20 to 20, 20 to 30 hours half-life. So you're going to have that IGF level constantly elevated where IGF1 does this and then it starts to come down. IGF1 does this and then it does this for 20, 20, 30 hours. So you're going to reap better benefits. The difference, one is a peptide because it's man-made. Well, they're both man-made, but the other one's considered bioidentical hormone. Uh, IGF des for if you want to have a lagging muscle that's like for me it's my biceps um, that does they just don't develop IGF des that's that's just the, the one it lasts about 30 minutes you pin it and you're off to the races and, and, and go annihilate that muscle like literally go crush the shit out of it and it, you're going to use that stem protein in all of the IGF ones to grow that muscle. That's, that's, the, re- that's the purpose of IGF DES. And that's the reason why you spot injected because you use that stem protein in the IGF that is going to duplicate the fiber in your muscle. That's how you grow. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Jamie, you, any question? No, I, I think I'm good. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, Christy. No, I'm good. Good. Joey. Any more questions? What's next? Like, what are we looking at for product-wise? <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that. How about you, Misha? No, we're good. Okay, Harry? I'm good. All right, talking about new products. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack real quick and talk about, um, like, we represent a supplement company, okay? Um, but we're different. And I know a lot of people will tell you, a lot of companies will tell you why they're different. But we, we are different. Um. I've been talking to, to uh, on the pharmacology side of things with a lot of people that uh, a lot of scientists, a lot of really smart people. And granted, with pharmacy, with pharmacy and, 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 and biotechnology, it's kind of one of those things where people say, like, I hate the pharmacies. I hate biotechnology. I hate all these money hungry. You either join them or you fight them. You're not going to win against them because <laughs> they're so that much powerful. Right. But they can put some crazy stuff out there. And why do I think the, far, the, the, the supplement industry kind of sucks is because a lot of it, 99, 90% of it, our companies are doing it for profit, okay? Um, they're putting the cheapest shit out there that does not work, and they're just basically branding a name or a pretty label, 
and people are buying it because they don't know any better, right? Going back to the whole 999 Amazon thing. Uh, I personally, we have personally signed contracts with pharmacies, compounding pharmacies where all our products are being made that I cannot sell on Amazon. I cannot because that would put me in the same mix as everybody else. We have an obligation to separate ourselves in, in terms of quality. So let's start, let's, start, let's start a little bit about the quality aspect, and then we'll talk about all the products that are coming out and when they're coming out and why they're so great, okay? Um, so pharmacies are, they have to, they're obviously regulated by DEA, FDA. Uh, nutraceuticals are, are although they, they, they are an FDA-approved facility, they're not regulated by the FDA, meaning that pharmacies have to send a report to the FDA when, it, when something comes out, they have to send a report to the FDA for evaluation. And they have to run all these tests, okay? They have to start with a product, a raw material that's 99, 98% uh, uh, pure in, quality, in, in purity. Most pharmacies, if it's not 99% in pure in, 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 in raw material, they toss it and they grab another batch until they get a batch 99%. Now, the difference between our compounds, okay, that are being compounded in a pharmacy, okay? And everybody else is like, I can start at, I start at 99% right off the bat. There is no regulating body that basically tells a nutraceutical company where they need to start at. So they can start with a, with a, with a, with a 60% raw material. And why would they do that? Because it's cheap. It's cheap. So let's talk about Epicat, okay? Epicatechin. If you look at the science behind Epicatechin, and I know that Joey has done some research, the flavonoid and the science behind Epicatechin is absolutely mind-blowing, okay? So... What supplement companies are doing is grabbing the technology, the science behind it. It blocks myostatin. What is myostatin? Myostatin is a, a hormone that basically limits your growth factor. It basically tells your body, hey, don't get too big, right? Why do we have these genetic freaks out there in bodybuilding? It's because their myostatin levels are very low, right? So they can grow to astronomical sizes, not only because number one, they're genetically gifted and they eat and they do their pets and they do all that stuff. It's, it's everything, right? But they also run myostatin levels are pretty low. So what, what, what Epicatechin does is lowers your myostatin. It doesn't, it doesn't squash it, but it does lower it significantly, increases folostatin. So basically it's, it's blocking that, that limiting factor, right? That prevents you from growing to maximum at maximum rates. That's what Epicatechin does at a natural state. Here's the problem. So the recommended dose for epicatechin to work and, and cut your, your, your myostatin or lower your myostatin and maximize your growth is about 300 to 350 milligrams, okay? So remember we started with 500 milligrams, right? At, a, at 100%. If you take 99% of that, you're, you're, we are starting around 490 some odd milligrams, our product of purity, okay? Now we added a, a um, the absorption rate for an epicatechin, which is a flavonoid. In 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 regular terms, could be about ten to fifteen percent. So now you're taking ten percent of four hundred and ninety, at its very lowest. Now you're absorbing forty nine milligrams. Then then the, the ideal dosage for epicat to work is three hundred and fifty. The 300, 350, and you're only absorbing 49 milligrams. So when people take it and buy it for 39.99, right? And they say it doesn't work. You're right. It doesn't work. Why? Because your acid in your stomach is destroying it. 
So yeah, toss it. You just threw away 39.99. Doesn't work. Here comes phytosomal epicatechin from uh, Amino Pure. We start with a uh, 99% purity. So it's a 490 some odd milligrams. And the phytosome, what it does is a, is a phospholipid, right? That encapsulates a molecule of the, of the, uh, of the epicatechin, right? The, 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 the molecule. It encapsulates each one of them. So when you, you take it, acid will attack it and that phospholipid fights off the acid. And it basically slowly starts to seep out into your intestine for absorption. The absorption rate of, of, of a phytosomal epicatechin is about 80.6%. So now you take 495 milligrams and you take 80%, you're about 400 milligrams. That's, what you're, that's the difference between a good product that has a carrier, like a phytosomal, that's going to give you 400 and some odd milligrams versus one that's going to give you 49. You get what you pay for in life. That's, that's the beauty of what we're trying to do. Every product that we come out with that we believe is going to have uh, absorption issues in your gut, we're not just going to put it out there because it doesn't work. We're going to put it out with a liposomal. We're going to put it out with a phytosome. We're going to put it out with a, with a clinical transport that's going to allow your body to digest it, absorb it to its maximum capacity, and it's going to work. It's the science behind everything. Kind of the same thing with liposomal L-carnitine. People for many years have known the science behind L-carnitine. Well, why doesn't it work? I drink my L-carnitine. I put 10 grams and it still doesn't work. Your acid kills it. I've heard, I've heard numbers as low as 3 to 5% on, 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 on carnitine absorption. So think of, of taking 10 grams. You would need to take 20 grams or 30 grams of, of carnitine powder. Might as well just take all that powder uh, for it to kind of have a little bit of an effect. That is why, that is why injectable carnitine is king because you're getting, you know, your, your minimum. I believe the minimum dosage for fat loss is about 400 milligrams. That's just my opinion. That's really when the magic starts to happen in terms of fat loss, right? And if you inject it, you're getting 100% bioavailable. Liposomal L-carnitine that we're going to come out with, which is the highest in the marketplace. There's nobody else that has a liposomal L-carnitine at 1,000 milligrams per 5 milliliters. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change the game. It's 1,000 milligrams at 80.6% bioavailable. So you're going to get 800 milligrams of L-carnitine absorbed into your body for absorption. Nobody has it. Go ahead, Joey. Yeah, Perry. Remember back when <laughs> I was still in the. Remember back when I was still in the Marine Corps when we found that a thousand milligram L carnitine, but it was for horses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Racehorse hurt, hurt like hell. Oh hurt. my god. Oh my that god. was. It was the worst. I, I can tell you why. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you why it hurt. <laughs> I can only imagine why. Um, it's, it's because he put a. They put a. Um, oh gosh. A chemical that actually kills the bacteria and allows it to, and they put high levels of it. So yeah. think of that. Think of that. And <laughs> it's excruciating. I, I, oh, it's yeah, it was of, horrible. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, um, like glutathione. Oh, glutathione, yeah. Oof. Glutathione. Oof. So <laughs> that's another thing. Think about it. Glutathione is the same way. The reason why glutathione doesn't work with pills is because your body can't absorb it. it doesn't It doesn't break it down. Right. So I get so angry. I literally get angry, guys, when I look at things and people tell me, well, I got mine for twenty nine ninety nine. I'm like, motherfucker, you need to throw that shit away. It doesn't work. <laughs> right. If it's not liposomal, throw it away. It doesn't work. Now, right. what about my injectable? I said, hey, injectable will work. 
do you carry it? No, I don't. Go ahead and try it. And then get back to me. Let me know how you feel. It's like acid. It's like injecting acid into your butt or your quad if you're that brain, <laughs> right? So we have liposomal uh, 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 glutathione. Is it better than injectable glutathione? No, it's not. It's 80% proof. It's 80% bioavailable. So you're getting 400 milligrams out of a 500 milligram dosage. I challenge anybody, and I've, I've done the research, show me a glutathione that's 500 milligrams that has a transport that can beat ours. It can be. I've done it. I've done the research. There's nothing in the market that has 500 milligrams that's liposomal glutathione at 80.6% bioavailable. Now, how do I know it's 80.6% bioavailable? It's because my product, our product is compounded in a pharmacy and they have to run studies to show to the FDA that this product is, was made in a pharmacy. When you have a nutraceutical company that's doing it, they don't have to report anything to anyone. So they don't even run those tests. They don't even know. They're guessing, you know, maybe it's like 20, maybe it's 30, maybe it's 40. We could have done the same thing, but we don't want to cut corners. We want to know exactly what it's going to do in your body and how it's going to behave in your body because our name is, our products work every time. Same thing with L-carnitine, liposomal, same thing with glutathione, uh, liposomal. So those are the three products that we have out. Uh, we have cortisol reset that's coming out. Cortisol reset, um, we just, uh, we finished the formulation one of the things that I actually um, detest in, 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 in the supplement industry is they put a product out, kind of like I've seen a lot of a cortisol metabolizers. We're coming out with an estrogen one, actually. You're going to like this one, uh, Jamie. Um, and they'll put in, you know, the, the, biggest the, the biggest cortisol blockers are, number one, ashwagandha. It's one, it's one of them. Uh, Phosphatidylserine is another one. Uh, and there's a bunch of different holy basil. It's a bunch of different compounds, herbals, but the, the primary ingredients are really ashwagandha and phosphatidylserine. And then they'll put 150 milligrams of each. Okay. Listen to this 150 milligrams of each. And then they'll put vitamin B5, vitamin B1 and thiamine and da, 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 all these things, right? The minimum dosage of ashwagandha necessary to lower your cortisol levels is 600 milligrams. 600, which means you would need to consume three, four, five pills just to get the right amount of ashwagandha in your body to lower your cortisol levels. Why did they do that? I said, why? Because they want you to buy more. Money. Money. money, so, money, money. so we decided we didn't want to be that. We didn't, we didn't want to be that company. We came out with a, a cortisol re, uh, with reset that has a thousand milligrams of phosphatidylserine serenade, which is a patented um, uh, serine. Now, phosphatidylserine at 600 to 700 milligrams has been known to lower your cortisol levels by 46%. We added 300 milligrams of ashwagandha in there, right? So if you double it up, you're going to get 2,000 milligrams of phosphatidylserine, and you're going to get 600 milligrams of ashwagandha. That is all we put in there. Why? I don't need, you don't need all that other stuff that you're going to get in a multivitamin anyway. The goal of cortisol reset is not to fill it up with a bunch of, my has 10 ingredients. So what? You have 150 milligrams of ashwagandha and 150 milligrams of phosphatidylserine. Who cares? The purpose of cortisol reset is to reset your cortisol and bring it down to normal homeostasis levels. You don't want to crush your, you don't want to crush your, your, your cortisol, but you definitely want to lower it.
And like, I'd be perfect candidate that with 26 cortisol level, right? Because you need cortisol. You definitely need it. So that's going to be a, we believe that's going to be a game changer. And we believe it's not just for competitors. We believe it's for everyday people that are in that grind that every day, you know, hustle and the kids and work and going to daycare and <clears throat> stress plays a huge role in the way that your body performs. Look at, look, look at what, look how your body changes when you sleep. I mean, literally, and I think all of you can say, can, can say this when I sleep eight or nine hours, which is rare. And I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, holy moly, I look pretty damn good, <laughs> right? When I sleep three to four hours every day for three days, I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm watery. I, this is disgusting. I look like shit, right? It's because your cortisol levels are unbalanced. Your stress level's up. It's kind of like when you, before you get, you get on stage, the nerves of that itself can cause a lot of issues with cortisol and you don't look your best. Right. That's the reason why they tell you get into a show ahead of time to allow your cortisol levels to come down, your water retention, all the inflammation, all that stuff. Cortisol reset will help you with that from a competitive standpoint and also from a lifestyle standpoint. So I think everybody should have it, to be honest with you. Uh, another part of the work. Any questions on that, by the way? It's pretty self-explanatory, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. Another part that we're having GDA. I think that our glucose disposal agent is going to be the best. Obviously, I believe it because it's our product. Uh, but I believe that at 700 milligrams of berberine on its own, uh, it's going to be the highest dose. Uh, berberine has been known to actually mimic metformin. At 1,500 milligrams of berberine, it mimics 1,500 milligrams of metformin. Now, is it better than metformin? No. If you can get metformin, get metformin. I'm just being honest. It, it's, just, it's just the pharmaceutical side is it is what it is but if you can have uh it has uh 200 and no 400 milligrams of gymna uh sylvester which is also known to lower your blood your blood your blood glucose berberine is the number one ingredient for lowering your blood glucose it has a uh, banana leaf extract in there it has a uh, gosh it has like six different compounds all in efforts of lowering your core, your, your, um, your glucose levels, you combine that. Okay. And for people that have, that are running, uh, that are, have high, um, insulin resistance, how do you get rid of insulin resistance? Run, run this GDA, run a GDA up your omega threes, get, get a, start getting a little bit of hit, a little bit of cardio in there. It's going to help tremendously with insulin resistance on cheat meals is a must. I have people right now that are uh, beta testing. I have two, two people that are beta testing the, um, the RGDA and they're basically eating an instrumental amount of carbs. And they're like, I have no bloat. Like, it's like, I have zero bloat. I can, I take two, like 10 minutes before my meal or even with my meal, I have zero bloat. And I, I, I swear I, I need to have this every meal. It's going to help partition your nutrients keep your muscles really nice and full. It's going to help with insulin resistance. It's the highest dose of, of berberine and, um, and gymnast Sylvester. I can't even pronounce that word. Sylvester, uh, banana leaf extract is, it's going to be a game changer. And we're, we're excited to have that, that product. I mean, I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be well-priced. It's going to be competitively priced. Um, and it comes out in January to go along with cortisol reset, carnitine. Those are all products that are coming out in January. We are currently working on a, um, on a, um, a female, two female compounds. One of them, we haven't decided we want to do Chase Berry uh, Vitex because there's so much about, there's so much of it out there in the market right now. 
Uh, I think Nuethix has liposomal one. Uh, there's a quite a few liposomal ones. So I don't know that we want to come out with that. We want to be a, a little bit different. Uh, we definitely want to come out with a product that's going to help jumpstart. Uh, I shouldn't even use the word jumpstart. It's going to help revitalize female hormones uh, once they get off of, of, uh, of, their, of their PEDs. Uh, primarily, and also uh, an estrogen metabolizer. We already have the formula. We're just trying to find out. We always start with the highest dosages, and then we work backwards. Uh, we want to, because every time we put in the highest dosages of this, patented uh, this and patented that, estrogen, bio-pairing, whatever it is, the price point is extremely high. So we got to start moving, okay, what what are the, the must-haves and what are the ones that we can actually work on? Because we want to make sure that it's affordable for 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 the for, for the, for you guys, for the, for the people that need it, nobody's gonna buy a hundred dollar uh, estrogen uh, metabolizer. Let's be real, right? I mean, it's maybe some people do. Hey, yeah, some people will. You know, people that are like, like, my body's my temple, and and we do have those people that I don't care if it's going to my body, I have to have it, right? Because I gotta have the best. But let's be honest with you, like, if that's if if we were to do that, we wouldn't be in business. We wouldn't be selling that many. So we're going to come out with a product that's going to be an estrogen blocker. And then we're really going to dive into digestion, digestive enzymes, a really top-notch digestive enzymes. We're working with a, um, with a, with one of the, the head pharmacists uh, for one of the pharmacy that rejuvenate our labs and rejuvenate HRT works with uh, to put together a, a really good enzyme for, for um, digestion. And that should close the loop of what we're trying to do actually for, for January, for 2022. Uh, we definitely want to put in, a lot of good products out there. Uh, we're going mainstream. We're, we're going to launch a new webpage, hopefully early January, February of 2022, uh, focusing primarily on the liposomal stuff, the mainstream products that uh, competitor bodybuilders can use, but also mainstream people can use on a daily basis to keep them healthy. Uh, I think that we're probably going to do a liposomal quercetin uh, and then a, an immunity an immunity product, uh, primarily flavonoids. It's not going to be an immunity product like, a lot of the vitamins that you can already get is going to be very different. I don't know. I think you might have, did you comment on something like that, uh, Joey, on the, on the, on the, on the formula that we had for flavonoids and it wasn't you, uh, somebody else, but we have an idea of, of what we're putting together for, for immunity. Uh, that's going to be very different than what you see in the market. So uh, we're excited at that. If you guys have any other questions for me, I think so. we're good. I think we'll wrap mm -hmm. it up. Jamie, how about you? Good. You're good. Are you, are you staying put in town now or are you going to be vacationing touring the world? You look so tan. I'm jealous. I'm, I'm done. I'm done traveling for the year. So I'll be, um, I'm home in Charlotte now. Okay. Christmas, right? Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys, you guys have no more, any more questions? I think we covered a lot of stuff, man. I mean, I'm excited at the, at the stuff that's coming in. Uh, we can discuss digestion at another time or get it into a little bit more of a hormonal thing. Uh, I think we're going to have a, a podcast where we're going to dive a lot more into uh, hormones uh, from an HRT standpoint. We're going to have Chris on uh, to answer some questions on, on revitalizing hormone. Uh, and for a lot of coaches that want to learn a little bit more about um, how to help. It, uh, this is one of the issues that we have, and we see it at Rejuvenate all the time, is there's, there's companies out there, and, and granted, I, they get fantastic products, but they will force a lot of their patients, a lot of their clients on a ton of different herbal supplements to help their hormones. And I'm all for it. Right. But you also have to analyze after three months, if your hormones are not responding with the herbal stuff, okay. The nature path or in, you may be at a point of no return. 
you may be at that point where you need to stop spending your money and go to an HRT clinic because the only way that you're going to get back your hormones back to homeostasis is through HRT. And a lot of people are scared of HRT, but you got to understand HRT, they, we don't, rejuvenate doesn't treat numbers. They treat symptoms, right? Uh, Jamie Pinder's uh, estrogen, she could be great at 50, right? And Christy could be miserable at 50. So it's about dialing you in to where you need to be in order to feel your best. I see a lot of women, more women than not, Jamie, and maybe, maybe Christy or maybe Yumisha can actually test to this. More women don't understand that they need testosterone in their bodies. And I see a lot of women with tank T's. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You guys see it as well? Especially general population. Yeah. General population has no idea. Like I said, I mean, I made a joke of it before, but you mentioned testosterone and they think, what? I'm not taking, no, no, that has nothing to do. We're not talking about bodybuilding and the misnomer of we're talking about your general well-being. I mean, before I get into the sport 12 years ago, I, I didn't know either. But so again, it's just, it's, educating these people that, you know, and again, coming from bodybuilder types, sometimes it resonates differently with general population. Yeah. I think it's, it's the biggest yeah. misconception that is that women need you, women. If your testosterone levels are not optimal, you're going to have a hard time losing body fat. If your estrogen level is not optimal or your estrogen dominant, your progesterone is out of whack. You're going to have a hard time losing body fat, exactly. man. We we're lucky. Yeah, it's, just different. it's just different. It's just different. <laughs> we, we, we're lucky. We got low T, throw a little bit of T here, 150, 200 milligrams of T, which is interesting because there's also a misconception. You can do a lot with TRT dosages. A lot with TRT dosages. You don't need to run a thousand milligrams of testosterone, granted, to be a monster. You, you don't need it. I, I tell people, I run, I run 200 milligrams. I'm not a monster by any means of the imagination. I run 200 milligrams of testosterone and I, and I do pretty well with it. But there's a biggest misconception of how or how to run. You know, I think Chris was talking to a bodybuilder. He, he was putting him on 200 milligrams of tests and then 50 milligrams of, uh, of, uh, of DECA. And the guy was like, what is that going to do? Right. And he feels much better. Right. So so let's not get misconstrued with a high, super physiological dosages. And granted, some of these bodybuilders, they need it because they're sport and that's their career. But there, you could do a lot by just feeling okay. And there is a difference between how to, how do I feel okay as, as gen pop versus a competitive bodybuilder. Let's be real. Right? You're not going to be 290 pounds <laughs> running uh, 200 milligrams of tests and, and that's it. Right. And that's not the goal for everyone, but we're going to have a, a podcast on that. Jamie, I will pin you. I definitely want to have you back on for another episode here pretty soon. I know you've been traveling the world, uh, being an artistic figure touring the the world here but i think it's, it's a huge benefit of having jamie on um every podcast we have we just destroy their, their previous ratings and stuff and we love listening to the, the 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 wealth of knowledge that you guys all have with that being said guys thank you so much for every single one of you for being here today i hope that a lot of your clients can can take a little bit of knowledge on this uh in terms of how to run these 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 protocols and uh, again, we're not telling you to run and go buy some Humalog and start pinning Humalog. We're telling you, be careful with what you do. We're telling you that there's different ways of skinning a cat so that you can keep your organs in, in health primarily. And one of the things that I want to drive home right now to everyone that's listening, if you're not willing to spend the $150 and run labs to see where your body is at from a health standpoint, you have no business running this stuff. And I, I mean, probably do a point I wanted to bring up earlier. Um, when you and Jamie were talking about running labs, like pre and post cycle, make sure to do it during is also not a bad idea either. 
because you never know like what is going on. Like you can I generally don't because we know it's going to be fucked up. Oh yeah, but <laughs> you don't like. I'm not going to waste my money to find out that the drugs that are going to fuck me up are fucking me up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, to an I extent, but it's a waste of money. Like you know, here's the thing: we know the anabolics are going to have a negative effect, right? Yeah. Now, if you have someone where like digestion is going sideways or yep. like things just aren't going right in a prepper or like there's something else going on, like like um, like a symptom or something, yeah. then yes. But yes. if generally like they're going through the cycle, everything's going well, doing it during the cycle. I mean, if you're curious and you've got the extra cash yeah. to burn, by all means do it. Or send but, it to me. But I, I really think that it's pointless. Like, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be bad. Julie, um, I was more pointing on the fact that like liver and kidney health opposed to like, yeah. obviously all the other numbers like cholesterol and everything's going to be super fucked, but the well, I mean, liver, but and, your liver, liver and kidney, kidney enzyme is going to be fucked too. Like, yeah, but to an extent, like there's an elevated level and then there's yeah. like, okay, we need to come off everything. Like we got too much right. going on. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it, you know, it, it, within reason, like if you're having issues you know, like, like I said, digestion or yeah. maybe like things just aren't like looking right. You're looking poofy. You're looking inflamed because, yep. you know, if, if liver enzymes and kidney are like really out of whack, you're not going to look right. There's right. going to be, you're, you're going to notice it by just even like the texture of your skin looks different. Yes. Uh, so in that case, glossy. Yes, but, you know, generally, like if you've got a woman who, you know, say she's doing a cycle of, you know, Anabar and maybe a little oh, bit of yeah. Primo. I'm not going to have her run like, no, no, like, but that same woman, I would have her run it before the cycle and after the cycle. I I think what you need to, and I, and and I, I I totally agree with what Jamie's saying. A lot of the things that I think that what you're talking about, maybe Joy, correct me if I'm wrong, um, comes from, and I've, and listen to this, I've actually spoken to people like this. Okay. Uh, 800 milligrams of trend, 300 milligrams of deca, Mm -hmm. a thousand milligrams of test. 600 milligrams of primo and and and, and basically it's like hey bro i don't know why but i get these head rushes <laughs> and i'm tying my shoe and i get dizzy and all this blood's going my head i'm like what are you yeah. doing are you yeah. what what are you doing what your blood pressure look like yeah <laughs> you know what the worst part is joey check this out jamie everyone you know what the worst part is like you look at him he's a big fucker i'm like but you don't even look that great Nope. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you don't need i'm sorry i mean like i'll take my 195 or your 240 because at least my waist is small i have broad shot no. i got i got not to toot my horn but you kind of look just like a blob just like mm-hmm. you know you don't look good and you're going you're like a heart, take away from a heart attack is it worth it yeah oh no i you know what it is is the trend it's a trend yeah they, they get addicted people, to it they get addicted to the trend and they don't want to wing off of the trend and, and i tell him the first thing is like he said what can i do about the head rush <laughs> get off the trend and get off of everything <laughs> and go on hrt for <laughs> and detox oh no i can't do that i, I can't do that <laughs> So, hey, priorities in life, man. Priorities in life. There's ways of running things healthy. There's ways of not running things healthy. Uh, we talk about this all the time with, with Jamie. Uh, I do agree. When you have situations like that, I mean, this guy doesn't even need to tell me, like, you know, I don't even, I don't think I need to tell him run labs, intra, pre, post. I know he's like, his labs like shitty. His triglycerides, <laughs> his liver, his kidneys, his EGFR, everything's going to look crappy. 
right? But I think that if you're if you're definitely expect kind of like experiencing some symptoms, yeah, you definitely need to dial in. There's always something wrong. I always taught the trifecta. If it's not hormonal, if it's not digestion, then you're not following you're not following your protocol. Mm-hmm. This is what it is, you know. Yeah. And if one of those things are not in sync. <laughs> you're going to have issues. If all three of our in sync, there's no reason why you can't reach your goals. With that being said, guys, we've been on for a while. I want to thank every <laughs> single one of you guys for being on here. Team Amino Pure, guys. I hope that all your clients, everybody else finds this, this, this discussion today very fruitful. And uh, I want to thank all of you guys. And as always, guys, um, you know, be responsible for your life, for your health. Love people around you. People around you don't care whether you're 500 pounds, 200 pounds. They just want to see you and be around for them for a long time. Uh, friends and family alike. With that being said, I'm going to wrap this call up. I want to thank Jamie, Perry, Christy, Misha, Joey, and Anastasia. We just signed off. Everybody for being on this podcast. And I hope that uh, you guys can see some benefits of this. And I will be signing off now. As always, I'm, I'm a God guy. God first, family second, everything else. Just really doesn't matter. Don't forget to love the people that love you. Don't forget to be respectful of people around you and try to preach. Uh, not maybe not preach, but try to really um, give back as much as you can to people that, that need the guidance. And I hope that uh, we can get together, we can get really far in promoting the, a brand that it really, we really want to back up a brand that's actually looking out for your health and bringing the, the gap between health and fitness. With that being said, guys, we're out. 